Everything that rocks, Laser 103.3. We have got an anniversary to talk about today. Here is a little bit of a hint. <laughs> 20 years ago. It's another hint. It's amazing that this... This wasn't the headline. Mm-mm. 20 years ago, this was... Rob Zombie was not the headliner. 20 years ago today, the very first Laser Fest took place. And I wouldn't have known about it unless Andy Hall posted a photo of some skinny dude with a mohawk that apparently is Andy Hall <laughs> at Laser Fest 20 years ago. You can see the photo on the Laser Facebook page. It's on Twitter and Instagram, too. Andy is here in studio Whoa, what a look. Yeah, don't bury the lead what there, buddy. Look, you thought friend. I was a band member. I yeah. Thought, I was like, Heather, is this a member? Is this somebody from POD? Nope. That's actually Andy Hall. Andy Hall 20 years ago and 40 pounds ago. That's, that's true. I was a starving artist 20 years ago, for God's sake. Uh, so is today an emotional day for you? No. Because like I know how much you loved Laserfest and people around here. It was such a, a part of the foundation Wait. of this radio station. Maybe this will make you emotional. I'm looking at you through the glass. Oh, thanks a lot. Oh, God, it feels like forever. Does that help? Do well, I see a tear? Remember, at the time, that song did not exist, so no. <laughs> um, am I emotional about it? Not really. I mean, it's a milestone, and I'm all about that. I'm sort of the station historian now by default, right? Yeah, so, means you're the old guy. Being I've been around that long. Um, but yeah, I look back on that pretty fondly. Um, it was a fun show, a fun day. There was only maybe six or 7,000 people. Okay. At the show okay. in total, so it wasn't like one of the really big ones. Who played? P.O.D. and Rob Zombie. Well, and to, to explain why Rob Zombie wasn't the headliner, P.O.D. had put out their album Satellite not long before that, and it had some pretty big hits on it, Alive, Youth of the Nation, Boom, songs like that. And so they were kind of the hot ticket at the time, and they were the one that people really wanted to see because they had no history here at the time. And so that's why they were the headliner. I think Rob Zombie ended up getting paid more. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't tell I wouldn't tell P.O.D. that, and I don't have the receipts to prove it, but I'm pretty sure we paid Rob Zombie more. The fun story about Rob Zombie specifically, and we were all excited to have him, um, was that he actually was here on an OzFest off date. So they played an OzFest show the day before, I believe, up in Somerset, Wisconsin. He came down here on that Sunday to play our show, and unbeknownst to us, he had a special guest on the bus with him, Zach Wilde. Really? Zach Wilde gets off the bus with Rob Zombie. He ends up going up on stage and playing Thunder Kiss 65 to close out Rob's set that night. So That's cool. Yeah, we didn't expect that. So that was neat. Uh, Stone Sour, you guys alluded to. Uh, it was cool to see them. That was very early on, obviously. Bother was a big deal at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Another noteworthy item from that show was the fact that Drowning Pool did not play it because Dave Williams, their mm-hmm. former lead singer, passed away tragically and unexpectedly about four days before our show. Mm-hmm. So we had to pivot, and uh, we ended up moving indianola's own index case up to the main stage uh to take their place and um hate breed headlined the second stage seether at the time was a relatively unknown band they played our second stage that year um so that's kind of a cool story too but uh yeah it was a fun show what was it like for your first big festival you being andy hall laser you know 
you weren't the program director. You weren't the no. boss then. You were just no. a guy here at the I station. Was. I was. I was uh, the night jock, I believe, at the time. Um, it was fun. I mean, look, I came from Minneapolis. I was working for a station up there who did um, festival shows every yeah. year. Yeah. We did uh, you know, X-Fest and then OzFest and all that. So I was used to that sort of environment. But to take sort of ownership of in this is now my show or our show, um, that was cool. Mm-hmm. That was cool. I had a good time. You know, we uh, I think it helped that we had a, an air-conditioned RV <laughs> where we were broadcasting live from. I, and yeah. I don't remember it being insanely hot that day, but it's August in Iowa, so yeah. it probably was. Um, we brought all the artists in there for interviews. We did meet and greets. We, you know, it was just a fun day. It was a lot more loose than it would be later on when things were really kind of buttoned up, you know, as mm-hmm. far as the backstage stuff, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, everyone will get mad at Heather or me if we don't ask about the no future. No one will get mad, uh, Wicked. Everyone will get mad if we don't ask about the future of Laserfest. Is I it something think. that is being talked about? No. And, you know, I mean, that. look, we, we were upfront about it uh, after the 2015 show that it wasn't going to return, and there are reasons for that. Um, right now, I mean, the, the landscape for festivals is just so different than it once yeah. was. The moms oh, yeah. and pop festivals, I mean, listen, I'm being really forward about this at this point. Like, mom and pop festivals like Laserfest... Um, we got killed by the Walmart festivals and the, the Lollapaloozas, the Coachellas, mm, mm, the big with the Ozfests. I would we say, don't need to give examples. I would say more like there are festival. There's a festival circuit that you know the promoter is one singular person, and I won't say his name because he's a great guy. Um, but you know shows like his where he had you know, sort of unlimited budgets to work with, and he started you know working into our zone a little bit here. Those killed our show. I mean. You know, I suppose there's any number of reasons people think that there's no more laser fest. I mean, part of it is if people don't buy tickets, there's not going to be a laser well, fest. You know, Andy. So, what was one of the very first things that I said to you when you hired me? Your goal was to bring it back someday, and I've always been steadfast in my opinion that I don't know that we need to be laser fest. I think we can probably rebrand if we do something similar in the future. Because uh, I think Laser Fest was a lot of fun, but I think it's you know time for a new chapter. You know, if we if we one day decide to dip our toe into the festival circuit again and and throw our own show, and if and if the environment is right for it, you know, I'm open to it. But see, just like when your parent is talking to you, you're like, he's not saying no, everybody. <laughs> yeah, he's not saying no. I think in the couple of years following the 2015 show, I was. Pretty rigid about that. Wow. Like, you know, people would ask me, and I'd go, Nope, done. We're just done. But the thing that's really important every time we announce a show, people get really excited. And on Facebook, it's like, Is it Laser Fest? Is it yeah. this? Is it that? Here's the thing there's not a Laser Fest in the works right now. And it's something that takes like two, maybe three years to put together. So we, I want it so bad, so hard. Listen, but it's not for right now. So the next time we announce a show that's coming in December, don't guess Laser Fest. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, again, you know, and I haven't said no. You're correct about that. Yeah. But and so there, there is always going to be a possibility. I'm, you know, what I'm one of those people that I know better than to say no about anything. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, and this is a good example of that. Like, I didn't expect to have this conversation this morning. <laughs> you posted the picture of this kid, this skinny kid with a mohawk. Yeah. I, and I thought we were I, just going to be nostalgic. But, yeah, talking about, you know, Laser Fest, and I, I know the, the, the memories attached to that show for a lot of our listeners, yeah. myself included. I mean, shoot, we all have those great memories and, you know, can take those with us. But um, as far as what the future holds, I just don't know. I don't know. 
Got it. Yeah. I see Laserfest shirts everywhere I go, though. Yeah. So it's like that is still such a big part of the fabric of Iowa, Des Moines, Central Iowa, and and people who are part of the Laser Fam. Yeah, it's we awesome. Did, we did we did mm-hmm. a good thing for yeah. for a number of years. Twenty there. years ago today, the very first Laser Fest. If you want to see skinny mohawked Andy Hall, <laughs> yes! looking down upon everyone from the st- from the stage, it's on the Facebook page, it's on the the Laser Twitter, and it's on Instagram. Go comment and share your favorite Laser Fest uh, memories from twenty years ago today. Happy anniversary, Andy. Ah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Heather. I do agree with Heather. Wicked. My baby's got sauce. Your baby ain't sweet like mine. She got sauce. Mornings on Laser 103.3.